Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to everyone's favorite show about plastic surgery, health, and beauty. This is Nip Talk. Up today, keeping your New Year's health resolutions. We're going to help you do it. Then, using diaper cream as a face moisturizer. Is this new TikTok trend a real thing? And then finally, Sarah's going to go over all the golden gold fashions, and it's coming up right now. Live from Lincoln Center in the heart of the Dallas Metroplex, this is Nip Talk an honest and uncensored show about plastic surgery, health, beauty, and lifestyle with your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman, and your co-host, entrepreneur and social media influencer, Sarah Bennett. Now it's time to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of the topics everyone is talking about. It's time for Nip Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Please hit that like and subscribe button. It helps us so much. I'm your host, plastic surgeon, Dr. Bruce Herman. With me at this beautiful glass table is the amazing Sarah. Hi. How are you? I'm good. In the box, we got Travis. How are you, man? Hey, I'm good. How about you? I'm good. Everybody have a good week? Yeah. Anything yeah. exciting happen? I've been busy, man. I usually, <laughs> I'm usually quiet at the beginning of the year. It's like usually really kind of heavy at the end of the year and then january kind of dies off this january has been crazy i've been running around working late nights man the only thing i've done that's exciting this week is scheduled a girl's trip for may oh and where are you going cancun oh nice that's dope but like an hour out of cancun so like on like a resort okay like like an all-inclusive resort oh those are fun yeah yeah Yeah, i actually got engaged in cancun oh that's cool i haven't been to cancun since i was like 13. Yeah, I don't think I've been back since then. Oh, no, we do. This is pretty funny. So, you guys remember swine flu? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <is>. so, <laughs> swine flu originated in Mexico, and whenever <laughs> swine flu hit, uh, travel to Mexico just bottomed out. Like, nobody yeah. was going to Mexico. So, we were, like, residents, uh, were, you know, your doctor in training. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, we didn't have any money at the time. And so, we had the bright idea when swine flu hit to go to... And, like, help with it? No, no, oh. to go on vacation. Oh. Because nobody was going. <laughs> and so we booked a trip to Cancun during the middle of swine flu. And it was dirt cheap. I mean, like a few hundred bucks for a hotel and airfare. And when we got to the hotel, the occupancy of the hotel was less than 10%. And oh, so wow. they upgraded us to like a suite that was on the beach where we walk out to the beach and we had our own hot tub. Did you get swine flu? No, of course not. <laughs> the plane was empty. The resort was empty, which was good and bad. I mean, sometimes you like to see people but uh yeah it was a great trip but all of our friends thought we were totally insane they were, they were what are you doing going to the hotbed of swine flu I'm like yeah we're not too concerned about it but. but i feel like that's actually like a good um rule of thumb and not a good rule of thumb but it, it's a travel rule of thumb like if if there is a like a pandemic or an epidemic going on if you like want to take a trip <laughs> it's nothing. like really cheap during that time cheap, man. well mexico's already really cheap, really cheap. i know I this was like dirt dirt cheap i mean the whole trip airfare hotel all inclusive was was less than a thousand bucks like way less than a thousand that's oh, wow. what this one is too oh is it yeah oh, well th- it's three it's three girls yeah including me and we're just getting like a hotel room that has two queen beds awesome that'll be so much fun oh, congratulations things. yeah we were thinking about doing uh new orleans Thanks. this weekend <laughs> Uh, but it just didn't work out because of Monday being a holiday. Oh, mm-hmm. MLK Day, yeah. And it's also going to freeze over Tuesday, mm-hmm. apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I hate when it ice. People in Dallas cannot drive in snow and ice. It just is crazy. So. Oh, I don't think anybody's going to be driving. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. I'm. Not, I didn't even know that. 
I'm all depressed. We have a, a it's parade. Be like five degrees. We have we have a parade on Monday that's supposed to happen. So <laughs> we we'll see if it's still going. That will be interesting. Absolutely. Whoops. All right, let's move on to some segments. Uh, beginning of the new year, and I know in the intro last week we were talking about if any of us had resolutions, and uh, we probably should have talked about this last week. And I just think about it, but it's never too late. Uh, so today I want to talk about keeping your New Year's health resolutions. And so uh, New Year's resolutions are uh, very, very common. I kind of looked up some of the data. Is that, a, is that another solid AI that picture? It is a solid AI. I feel like <laughs> I it, uh, it gave me the funniest ones, and I, I kind of modded it a few times. until I thought that one was pretty good, though. Like, I'd like to go there. It looks very nice. and looks very I peaceful. feel like that guy's keeping his resolution to stay, stay healthy. So, <laughs> But, yeah, so 40 to 50% of Americans make resolutions, which uh, that sounds about right to me. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little higher than I thought. And it's not surprising because the the history of New Year's resolutions goes back way back in time. Mm -hmm. uh, early Christians used to do it. Uh, they would uh, make resolutions to lead more virtuous lives, which uh, mm -hmm. that's not the usual one I make personally, but uh, but no, that's that's good. And then uh, ancient Romans, uh, which this is interesting. So they would make their resolutions in January, and actually January was named after the Roman god Janus, who had two faces. One face to look back at the year past, and one to look forward to the year coming. And so the Romans, interesting, yeah, in that, in that, it was kind of interesting. So the Romans would make resolutions, and then the original or the earliest uh, history of New Year's resolutions goes back to ancient Babylon, four thousand okay. years ago at the festival of Akitu. The Babylonians would make resolutions to the gods to be better people or you know, do better things. So this thing goes back uh, quite a ways, and it is interesting how many. Of the people who do make resolutions make them about health you know whether it be Definitely. just like physical health weight loss dieting giving up bad things you know they estimate that two-thirds to three-quarters of people's resolutions are based on health issues so yeah, my, my crossfit classes are are it's everyone's resolutions are there's I like people like there I, there's so many flip new over people bigger there. tires or whatever yeah there's so many new people there is right it? now. Oh, right, because of that, yeah. Well, yeah. you need to share this with them because we're about to go down how they can keep this. Because unfortunately, failure of keeping New Year's resolutions is extremely common. Oh, for sure. And I, and I know that too because there there have been years where I'm like, okay, this is the year that I'm going to do this or that. And then, you know, two weeks later, it's not happening. So 25% uh, of people quit within the first week or two. 40% quit by the end of January. By the end of February, it's up to 80%. And as you get into the summer and fall, it approaches 100%. And only yeah. about 5% of people keep it up the entire year. And so if you're going to make resolutions, it's a good idea to know why do people fail. Yeah. And there's actually been studies on this. I mean, they study everything these days. And people have looked at you know, groups of people who make resolutions and then look at the different reasons why they don't work out. And so there's actually some, some lists here, which is helpful to know why things fail, because then you can kind of plan for that to, to keep your news resolutions. Yeah. So uh, one of the main reasons is when resolutions are really vague. So, for example, if you make a resolution like, I'm going to lose weight, you're less likely to do that than if you say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. By a certain date. By a certain date, right. Yes. Uh, making unrealistic goals. You know, yeah. I mean, if you make a resolution that says, I'm going to, you know, run a marathon and two hours and make the Boston Marathon when you never get off yeah. the couch. I mean, that's obviously not going to happen. happen. Mm -hmm. uh, not having a plan of action. Mm -hmm. I mean, that goes along with anything. If you're going to do How some, you're gonna do it. yeah, do some project. It's not just, 
I want this. It's okay. I want this, but these are the steps that that I'm gonna take. Uh, no monitoring of progress. You mm-hmm. know, uh, once again, that kind of goes into plan of action and, and making things happen. Uh, no support. Yeah. You know, if you if you make up a resolution on your own, you don't tell anybody about it. You, you don't get held accountable. Yep, that's true. Do they do that in your CrossFit where where people say this is my resolution and and share to kind of push each other? Um, no, we don't do that. But like if we're lifting weights, say somebody's doing a deadlift and they know that that's like, you know, their top weight or they're Mm. just struggling, people are yelling at them. Yeah. They're like, that's good. And so, you know, obviously for, for fitness, it's always good to have that support as well. Yeah. No, that's, I def, I don't like going to the gym by myself because I don't have Really? Support. I like going to the gym with my friends, like in a group, a community, because yeah, it, it can be a there's thing. always somebody that if you are not cheering yourself on, there's somebody behind you yeah. telling you to go. That is good. I don't know. Yeah. I always tend to like, when I go to the gym, which hasn't been recently, I kind of plug into my music and get in the zone. Yeah. I'm like one of those people that... Don't t- like to be bothered. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that I'm normally like that. It's just when I'm at the gym, you know... So yeah, do my thing, which is some not people a lot. are like people. A lot of people are like that went at the gym when they're like doing cardio stuff. Yeah, for but sure. When you're weight sure. training, I think it's really important to have that like those cheerleaders behind yeah. you sometimes. Well, it definitely helps with resolutions to kind of be to have that support. Mm-hmm. Um, not brushing off setbacks is another reason that things fail. You know, when you have like a big project such as I want to improve my diet or I want to improve my health in these ways. There are going to be times when it doesn't work out. Maybe, you know, one week you, you don't hit that target goal or you, you don't. And just like stopping. Right. Yeah. And so you can't let those setbacks cause you to quit because uh, with, with anything, you know, uh, if there's always going to be times when it doesn't work out yeah. and you just kind of push through it. Yeah. Same I thing think that's part of the, the action plan is kind of like, so if right. I fail, this is what I'm going to do. That's good. You can go that in that deep with your plans. Yeah. And then finally, not recognizing small achievements. Yeah. You know, you have to reward yourself if things go well. If you're on track to meet your goals, recognize that and say, hey, I did this and mm-hmm. it's good. And, and also share it with your support group. So so if you are going to make a resolution and you want to keep it and you're serious about it, the best thing to do is to make a plan, as we mm-hmm. said. And there's actually a framework for that. Uh, have you guys ever heard of this? I, I, I hadn't heard of it. And then when I kind of dug into it, it's actually a thing. It's called the SMART framework mm-hmm. you've heard of that i literally just made an instagram post yesterday uh, did you really about um just i don't know if it's like goals but like well i guess it is it was all about goals yeah excellent or, i don't even know i haven't posted so obviously you heard about so the coming smart... soon mm. <laughs> oh it's coming Tomorrow. up yeah it's about it's literally about exercise it's a little t- okay it's like a little tiktok real thing excellent had you yeah. heard about the smart framework i'm not this is my either. first time I, I i guess because i'm not in corporate world is this like a corporate world thing or is this just everything i don't know i learned i learned about like action plans stuff like that because i have a problem with procrastination Uh, join the club like really 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 bad between the two of us it's amazing we get the show off the ground yeah (laughs) and because i i went i started going to therapy last year and whenever i had to uh, close my brick and mortar store for Mm. my my little store i didn't know like i was just because i didn't want to do it so i didn't have a plan I yeah. didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what was happening. And so my therapist, she told me that. About the plan. smart, yeah. And she, like, literally was, like, gave me homework. And so the next time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the next time. And we it's had, helpful. Yeah. Definitely. I didn't feel like I was, like, in chaos. 
Right, because you had a plan of action. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I have a little uh, graphic about the SMART framework. Throw it up, and I'm going to go through it for those that are interested. So the SMART framework, it's it's an acronym, and it revolves around these five pillars of, of accomplishing a goal. The first is to be specific. And, and we talked about why things fail. Resolutions are vague. Make your resolution specific, clear, and well-defined. That'll help you to, to keep it on to success. Next, it has to be measurable. Your goal should have criteria tier indicators that allow for that tracking and monitoring mm -hmm. because that's definitely another framework for success. They have to be achievable. We said unrealistic goals are, are something that, that will always fail. Uh, you want them to be challenging, but they have to be realistic. You know, yeah. I can't make a goal if I'm going to run a three-minute mile. I mean, that's just crazy. Um, they have to be relevant. Uh, you always will be more successful in doing things that are meaningful and align with your long-term plans mm -hmm. for life. And then finally, having something that's time-bound. Uh, we both said that we're procrastinators. If you set a time frame, it makes urgency. So instead of saying, okay, I want to get in shape and run this at some point in the year, set it by a certain date. Yeah. And then you have that deadline that you have to meet. And I, I know that, you know, being a procrastinator, I'm always best when I have a deadline. Mm -hmm. If I don't have a deadline, I'll put stuff, put stuff off for eternity. Yep. But when, when you come up against that hard stop, if I got to get this done by a certain time, you tend to get things done. So yeah, definitely. Uh, that's so. Since I have that um, that little girls trip planned. Yeah, you, you have like, to plan it. Yeah, yeah, but it's making me be like, okay, I should probably not eat ice cream tonight. <laughs> you know. Right. You have a goal. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So for those who want to keep their New Year's resolutions, uh, know why resolutions fail. There's, there's many reasons. This has been kind of proven through research. And if you want to make a resolution that you're going to have the best chance to keep and see to success, think about that smart framework. It really is a good way to plan out a goal and see it's a success. So. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna have to be serious about my resolution. I have to. I should take my own advice. What's your resolution? I, I well, I, I'm, I'm procrastinating. I haven't actually laid it out yet. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna make a res. I, my resolution is gonna probably bleed into February, but I'm gonna make a resolution okay. over the next week, and I'll bring it next week. Okay. I'll share it my, mine is to. Try we should to all do that. Like, Can we do that? I mean, even if you don't keep firm them. up there. Little, Let's all more. try to make a resolution for next week, just for fun, I got okay. and we'll see if we can do it. We'll challenge ourselves. Let's do we'll, it. We'll be and our then, own support group. Yeah, and then we're going to have to look at each other and be like, did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> like, eh. Yes. What month is this, March? 2025 is going to be my year. Man. Yeah, next year is going to be the year. Okay, all right, moving on. You know I love trends and things that pop up on – well, I don't know if I love it. I love talking about them because they are kind of funny – uh, and so uh, this one I'd seen, I saw it once and I was like, eh, I don't know about that. And then I kept seeing it. So I had to kind of dig into it. So have you guys heard about this trend of people putting diaper butt cream on their face for a moisturizer? <laughs> no, but I guess I could see some type of benefit for like inflammation. Yeah, that yeah, we're going to talk it about that. I think diaper cream I just has don't know. like hydrocortisone-ish type I, effect on it. It does. Yeah, some of them do. I just, when I saw this, I, I just... Didn't know why anyone would have a tube of butt cream and think I want to put this on my face, but maybe well, that's on my brain it, works. People put like 
um, stuff under their eyes. Like the preparation age to mm-hmm. like pull out the swelling. I've heard about that too. We should actually talk about that because that's actually a pretty interesting topic. But yeah. so there's a lot of videos circulating around uh, social media, TikTok. So I, I pulled one of the videos just for fun so people can kind of see what we're talking about and what we're seeing. So Travis, roll that video, please, sir. Forget face slugging. Let's talk about face basting, a term I made up a few years ago as an extension to my lip basting technique. I do this at night when I'm in a very dry climate or my skin is super dry and parched and I do it after washing my face. I use a zinc oxide based cream, you guessed it, a diaper rash cream all over my face and much to the dismay of my husband because zinc oxide is gold, little nerds, it is gold. It will help repair your face and heal your skin while locking in hydration. And I make myself look like Mrs. Doubtfire or a Magnolia buttercream cupcake. Then I go to sleep and when I wake up the next morning, my face is as soft and smooth as my baby's butt. Let's get basted. So there's a bunch of those videos out there of people using diaper butt cream on their face. And so, of course, you know, doctors have to weigh in on this. Yeah. And, and and it does make sense what you were saying about, well, okay, you know, it's a moisturizer. I mean, you're you're, you're right. I mean, yeah. they're... Baby they're, skin is sensitive and you're an adult face is some type, some you know, a little bit sensitive skin. Can be, yeah. Yeah. So, it, so. It, on, and on the front, on the face of it, it does seem like there might be some merit. So we're going to dig into it. So does it really work? Uh, the answer is maybe. Uh, it does depend on a few factors. So we're, we're going to go over that. Uh, zinc oxide, have you heard this? I'm sure you probably know about this with your facial routine. Zinc oxide is an ingredient. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I'd heard of this maybe because I nope. we have the, the med spa <laughs> side and so know a little bit about ingredients mm-hmm. that are helpful. So zinc oxide is an active ingredient in a lot of diaper creams. Okay. Got it. And this is actually a good product for your face because it locks in moisture, Okay. which is good. It has those anti-inflammatory benefits that, that you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, it also has the benefit of being a, a partial sunscreen, which is oh. good. Yeah, so you know it's always good to protect your skin from the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's safe for most skin types. Okay. You know, which makes sense because uh, the face is sensitive, just like you know babies' bottoms can be sensitive, <laughs> and it is especially helpful for for skin that's that's irritated. Yeah. So uh, you know, if the diaper cream has zinc oxide in it, then yes, it potentially can can be helpful for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some potential downsides to it. So before everyone runs out and starts slathering butt cream on their face, you should know well, why maybe you don't want to do that. Um, diaper creams commonly do have ingredients in it, in them that some people are allergic to. So you should be aware. And that includes things like lanolin, mineral oil, the paragons, wax, and petroleum jelly. And so a lot of these diaper creams will have ingredients in them that the true facial moisturizers do not. And so you just need to be aware of that. And if you're hell bent on putting butt cream on your face, maybe just check the ingredients to make sure there's something in there that you may know that you're allergic to. Um, if people are prone to breakouts, they probably should, yeah, they probably should avoid this because diaper creams do have some ingredients then that can clog pores. Uh, and so if you're somebody that does get breakouts, this might be something that you, uh, want to avoid. Yeah. I was, that was the first thing that came to my, my mind was if you're going to use this, it's only, it only should be once in a while and it should be if your skin is severely dry. And she said right. that or in irritated. her little video. Yeah. She was like, I only use this whenever I'm, I'm in a really dry climate. Like, yeah. And she has to. 
Right. It's not probably not on her daily routine. No. Yeah. I uh, hope not. Or else she'd probably <laughs> like her pores would be like all, all clogged, clogged up. Yeah. Well, and because we've talked about facial routines and, and you know, the the big things are cleansing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to cleanse when your pores are all clogged up. Yeah. And then the moisturizer and then of course the sunscreen being the kind of three pillars of, of, of treating your face. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, at the end of the day, is this something that's a good thing? I mean, I would say probably not. I mean, there's a reason that that there are specific facial moisturizers out there. Yeah. Because you can get all of the benefits that people are getting from these diaper creams, but with something that potentially doesn't have those. Yeah, that's those, actually made for your that's face. That's actually made, made for your face, right? <laughs> and not I your mean, I guess butt. if you know, you're know you in a plane crash and you have to do your facial routine out in the wild and you don't have your moisturizer and it happens to be a tube of butt cream there... Maybe it could be some benefit, you know, if, yeah. if all else fails. Uh, but, you know, if you're in your normal routine, I personally would probably pass on this. You know, there are better things out there. There's some great products for your face that can accomplish the same things. Uh, and it's probably worth saying that if you are starting a new routine, you know, it's always a good idea to talk to a doctor, dermatologist. A lot of plastic surgeons are very knowledgeable about these type of things because mm-hmm. it's part of our routine in our office and, and med spa. So, but yeah, I, I thought it was an interesting topic. I mean, it's anytime something like this pops up where people are doing something unusual, you, you always want to know, like, is this real or not real? And yeah. I wonder if Avery has seen these videos because she is obsessed with skincare routines. Really? Yeah. I went to Target. She was like, mom, I have to get a, like a step-by-step skincare kit. And I was like, wow. And, and she saw that on social media. I, yeah. I it's these yeah. little girls that are her age yeah. are just like, being like, oh my gosh, so yeah. I, the, get ready with me. Well, the, the week- <laughs> and they're like putting all this stuff on their face. And I'm Aww, like, when I was little, I had smuckers or smackers, uh, lip gloss. <laughs> and that's my, that was my skincare routine. It's funny you mentioned that because the, the week that you had the flu, you know, my daughter Danica mm-hmm. was here. And we actually talked about skincare routines for uh, teens. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, she said, oh yeah, all my friends, we do all this. And they have like their own thing at, at 13. That yeah, I bought, yeah, I bought Avery like this little um, kit for, called Lily and Peach. And it's actually really good for, I, I looked on the back of the box. It's actually really good for like kids because yeah. it doesn't have any, right. it doesn't have anything yeah. like bad in it. Right. Not bad, but like it yeah, doesn't you, have retinol kid routines, and all yeah, they that We actually did a segment stuff. on skincare routines for teens, and that yeah. was one of the things we said that, you know, for, for teens, you want the skincare routine to be more basic. Yeah, it doesn't it's, have to yeah, go it's after clear, some of the it's things that adults do. clearly all about cleaning and yeah, moisturizing. moisturizing yeah. That's all it Sunscreens, is. too, is also good. Yeah. yeah. So very good. Well, diaper cra- diaper rash cream on your face. <laughs> Diaper crap. <laughs> diaper crash. I mean, right. that happens, too. Uh, it can do it. Maybe not the best. So, yeah. Let us know what you think. Leave us a comment. So, all right, Golden Globes went by, uh, which is always very exciting. Uh, I honestly, my favorite part of it is looking at what everybody's wearing. I, I'm not necessarily care who wins the the awards and stuff, but the the outfits are really great. And so, yeah. Sarah, you're going to, we're gonna, I guess, do a review of yes. some of the fashion. So we're going to first do my opinion of best dressed. Okay. So Travis, I guess you and I should weigh in on these uh, <laughs> just for fun and see if we agree with Sarah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with it. All right. So you can go ahead. And maybe and we can try to identify the people. Are all the people yeah. pretty pretty famous people? Um, I would say of, most of them. Most of them. Okay. All right. Some of the them I don't know. 
Okay, so oh, that's yeah. Emma Stone. Yes. So she's definitely on trend right now. The sparkly neutral color. That is a trend for is it? winter. Okay. Sparkly okay. and neutral. I love the dress. There's a, there was a lot of it on there. And, and you know, she's super pale, but I don't think that it, like, washed her out or anything. Like, she ha- her skin tone was, like, the perfect skin tone for that dress. Yeah. It's like her skin tone's a little pinkish. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why her red hair works on her. Because yeah. she's not a natural redhead. She dyes her hair that color. Does she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I do love that dress. I would agree. And she won a that... golden gold. Oh, did she? She did. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I would say that that definitely is the best dress. What do you think, Charles? Yeah, thumbs up I do like the dress. Yeah, it looks I, really think nice. it... I like the slit. She's yeah, cute. It looks great on her. Yeah. She okay. Cute. I'm a. I'm a Next. And then oh. that's one of the Olsons. That's their. That's Mary Kane Ashley um, Olson's little sister. I oh, her okay. Name. She looked familiar. I wasn't sure. She looks. She's. I just thought it was cute. So is that Lacey? Is neutral. that actually kind of see through there in the middle? It is. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I think that's cool. I love dresses that have something unique like that, and uh, it's very. I like the top part the best. The I bottom was just part. The, same the bottom part is not my favorite, but she still looked like really. Nice. I'm not it sure fit, how I feel about dresses that drag the ground, though. Oh, that, there's a lot of dresses. Was there? Like okay, that. all right. But there was a lot of dresses that were like the bodice style, uh-huh. almost like lingerie looking. Uh huh. So that was like another trend. On oh, the red I do like the detail. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I love stuff with detail like that too. Straps. You know, like mm-hmm. to me, like clothes can be art. I mean, so I'm I'm all into that. All yeah. right, she thumbs cute. up on that one. And then oh, that's, that's Natalie the Star Portman. Wars school. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that it's another sparkle theme, but I just think she looks really nice. I, I think is that it's, like it's floral like a sim- at the bottom, or is that it's like a design? Different, it's different types of shimmer and stuff. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh huh. And different sparkles. It kind of almost looks like a floral. It does. Um, I think it's thing. unique. I don't love the top of it. I think yeah. it maybe need a little bit more, but it's I'm, I don't it's dislike simple. it. It's simple. I think it fits her style. It's like yeah. really simple and elegant. Not like extravagant. Yeah, and it's something outlandish. I would wear for sure. Like yeah, I, I would I do wear like that it. dress. All right. If I was on the red carpet. Oh, and wow. then okay. that's um, Dulipa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I really just like this dress because it's interesting. And she also looks like a, um, bas- like, what are those bass? Um... <laughs> like a like a fiddle? Or, no, like a bass. Like a bass. Like yeah. upright bass. Yeah, an upright bass. Like yeah. a humongous violin. And um, But, yeah, I just <laughs> thought she looked really cute. And also what was really funny about it is there's a video of her trying to sit down in her dress. Mm. And she literally can. Is there, like, <laughs> is there some sort of structure to the bottom of that? It almost uh, looks like it I has. I mean, it, I think it's just. Fluff, a lot maybe. of fluff, yeah, okay. It almost looks like it has one of those frameworks tool. in it. There's probably tool underneath that. It, I don't think there's like a um, like a wire thing. Like a strap, some sort of structure, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. And then I thought she looked oh, like a Oh, that's uh, like, Brie Larson. Yeah, I don't know her name, but I just yeah. thought that was like a really cute dress, and I think it fit her. It's almost like style. retro. Ste- like a Stepford Wives kind yeah. of thing. Doesn't it look kind of retro a little yeah, bit? Yeah, definitely. I think that's cool when people do like a style that maybe is not hot right then but something that was like a throwback i mean i don't yeah. know if she, that was her goal it's but it's a classic like yeah. a-line dress and it's i it's think very it's chic. just really cute yeah, yeah i do like that i like the material mm-hmm. yeah i nice. agree that's a good one and then here's another sh- i don't know her name but there was another shimmery pretty dress it almost looks and like there was scales so many, yeah there were so those. many of these types of dresses yeah but I just, also it seems like a kind of neutral or uh-huh. is it really it's a gold neutral. it's a neutral color okay that's yeah. a theme right now mm-hmm. neutral so mm-hmm. i know these things i'm gonna neutral tell my wife all about here's another neutral shimmery type of dress 
Um, I, she's I forget her name. She's married to um, the Office boy. John, oh, that's John, um, John Krasinski. Yeah, that's wife. the girl from. Uh, she was in Devil Wears Prada, and mm-hmm. she was in uh, that movie with Tom Cruise. I'm uh, bl- uh, Blunt, Emily Blunt. Yeah. Bam. I thought I I, re- I really liked her dress. I would definitely wear that dress. I didn't recognize her. Yeah, that's a cool dress. Mm-hmm. I'm so I was so wrapped up in trying to remember her name. <laughs> the dress. And then there's oh, J Lo. Wow. Oh, I love J Lo. Yeah, I just love her. Too. Wow, she looks great, man. Yeah, she's she like do. really holding up very very well because she's she's in her mid-50s i think yeah she she's is. older than i am i know so like the little jacket she's wearing that's like a jacket so oh, it like is? she could take oh. that off and it would just be oh, the dress. so wow, a lot okay. of people oh. on the red carpet had those oh wow like these little like it was like these jackets that they just wear at their elbows and interesting they just, like, have it there oh i, I hadn't yeah. seen that I, I love it it's very you know elaborate and you know, very artistic, yeah. I yeah. like the so. fact that her jacket does look like, well, the sleeves on it mm-hmm. at least look like a big rose. Yeah. 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 She looks very really elegant. pretty. Yeah, very elegant. And there's Heidi. Oh, wow. So there were a lot of that's red. That's a big Yeah, there a big was dress. a lot of red on the car- red carpet. Yes. And that's part of, that's another winter theme was neutral, sparkly, neutral and sparkly and red. Wow. And it just so happens that... That's how I um, picked my styles on my online store. Oh, really? So all of my stuff on my online store is neutral, sparkly, and red. Wow. Yeah. I knew, so I was uh, like, I, I am you about these things, totally you know. killing it. Okay. But there were so many red dresses, but that was my favorite one. I just yeah. think it's really just like romantic. She looks like she could be on the cover of like a romance novel. The texture on the top of her dress looks different yeah, it's from shiny. the texture on the bottom. Yeah. It's yeah. a shiny, sparkly dress. It and then she has dope. that huge slit. Um, yeah, that's amazing. That's, that's really like pretty. a well, once in a lifetime wear dress. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's amazing. It's really pretty. And then there's T Swift. Oh, she is oh, not I wearing. Like she is not wearing neutral, but she's but wearing. Shimmery. She's sh- doing shimmery. Yeah, it's really pretty. I love that dress. It looks yeah. great on her. Yeah, I think she it goes with her cute. style too. You mm-hmm. know, like just chic and you know, kind of trending. Yeah, yeah. I like it. And there's my girl, Miss Barbie. There's Margot oh, yeah. Robbie. Margot Robbie, yeah. And she's actually wearing a dress that is, that is the, similar to a Barbie. Is that the jacket thing that she's got with uh-huh. the sleeves? Oh, cool, cool. And that's, I think it's just a, uh, what are those things called? I forget. I, I'm not sure. Like a, <laughs> oh, it's not a full jacket. No, it's not a jacket. Oh, gotcha. It's just like a little, why am I forgetting this name? Yeah, yeah, throw. Like there you go. Oh, Travis, man. I, look, I shot in the dark and I hit something. Damn, look at you. <laughs> it's like a huge, it's just right like on. a really big scarf that you yeah. don't put on your neck. But is anyway, that considered she, pink? Yeah. Is it? Totally. Okay. This is a dress model. It's also shimmery. Yeah, this is a dress modeled after an actual Barbie outfit. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Really yeah, cool. that's kind of cool. She yeah, does that a Barbie. lot. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. And then oh. this was this was worst dress. Oh, so now we're into the worst dress. Yes. Okay, I, I did not agree with this one. I don't. Like it looks like she should be in like an Amish. She looks like she should be going Amish to a funeral. Community. It almost looks event. like um like a teacher Amish. Amish. like Harry yeah. Potter. Yes. Um, it looks like what <laughs> something like they would wear. I think she could do better. Like she's a great but I like actress. It. Harry I like Potter it. meets like the Amish community. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> it just was not me. Yeah, like I agree. I wasn't like, for it. I, I mean, think she was like I'm, I think she was like I'm gonna dress my age, but also be. Um, on trend with the sparkly situation on her on her uh, collar and then on her wrists. Yeah. But I just think she could have not worn that. Yeah. yeah. I, think I, like she, I think she had something better in her closet. <laughs> <laughs> it was not me. I, th- I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about this, but I just did not like this. It reminds me of it's different. a 
um, a dress that you would see like, like a at like a dress? a flapper dress or like one of those dresses that you like a oh, can can, like a can can dancer. <laughs> yeah, I knew exactly and what you're talking about. I just don't about. like it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It just didn't. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. And then I just didn't think this was flattering. Sorry, girl. <laughs> I just did not think this was flattering. It's on very her at all. I, I mean, it's it, very think, contrasting with the black and mm-hmm. then the, the the white. Is that shimmer and yeah. then the kind of yeah. I just didn't think it was very flattering on her. I think the top of the dress is like Great. nice, but I think yeah, once you start to get to the middle and the bottom, it loses it a little bit. She didn't need that extra stuff on her hips. Yeah. She's and all, I love Fantasia. Yeah, I know. She's already nice and curvy. She didn't need extra to make focus on her hips. Right. Like she already has nice, yeah. like big hips, which is great. But adding that on the bottom, I just don't think it added anything. I, to me, it just looks like it. It doesn't, doesn't go together at yeah. all. It just doesn't flow. Yeah. I'm um, not to agree with you on that one. But she looks pretty. So I thought she looked so pretty, it's but like that a, dress looks like, like it does toga. not fit her. Like she just looks swam- swallowed. She looks like she is swallowed <laughs> by toga that dress. Party. There's nothing wrong with the dress, <laughs> but she just I don't looks know. like it's, I, she looks like it's, it looks like it's falling off of her. Who is that? Uh, Anna Wong, I think is her okay, name. Okay, I'm not familiar with her. Um, she's she's a comedian. She she's oh, a stand-up she's a comedian. comedian. Okay. But she's made some movies recently. Um, I've seen them. I just can't remember. I what feel like that's a something I would have worn to a frat party maybe <laughs> twenty five yeah. years ago. I just I think it looks like she's it just doesn't fit her. Like yeah. it just swallows her. But other than that, and then I just didn't like this. I don't think it was flattering. I don't like the horizontal striping. So that I think that was the issue with Fantasia's because there was too much of the yeah. horizontal thing. And I don't think if that looks do it, good. If you're going to do it, you have to have like just the perfect body. Otherwise, it makes it, it makes acts, you look wider yeah, it does. than you are. Because, I mean, I, I mean, that girl's obviously not heavy. But no. just at first glance, you're like, oh, well, that's a lot of horizontal things going on here. Yeah, which I just most didn't people like don't, it. Don't want that. Yeah, yeah not my vibe. And then, yes, she's cute and pregnant, but this dress completely Who is washed that? her out. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, she's the so you're, so the color is what you're. Yeah, it yeah. just did not. I would agree because it's almost like you can't tell where the dress ends and her skin yeah, starts. Yeah, I'm like yeah. she could have. No, I just don't think it looks good. I on like her. the and pattern. And if her on hand, it. if her hand was not under her belly, she would just look like she was um had some gas or something oh god because <laughs> she's not super she's not super pregnant you oh know? whoa yeah i didn't like this dress the the fit the style of it for sure the mermaid style but the print was definitely that print is definitely not on trend i think that you could either do that print or you could do that style but, yeah but both of them together it's almost like too much yeah this one i don't hate I, I actually do like this one. You yeah, do? Okay. Yeah, I think right. it just it flows well. I mean, yeah. I like the style of it. It's just, I don't know, the pattern and the style together to me is a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't, it definitely was not my favorite. And oh, I, I love that girl. I yeah, her she's name. from. Um, from uh, Ozark. Yeah. She's oh, a bit on, okay. she was she's, also, she, plays the red she was knight. also Anna from uh, Inventing Anna. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. The the one about the girl who was the uh, well, she plays a redneck in the other movie too. In the other, show. she's it's, awesome. I love her as an actor. She's amazing. Yeah, I just, I mean, I the like dress, that dress. The you dress like is it? on trend. I like this one. But I mean, it's I bold. Like I feel I like one of her like breasts might just. I, it looks oh, yeah. like she's wearing suspenders. Suspenders, and it just looks to me, it looks weird. I like the texture. I think that's what like. I like that dress. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree I would with you. Never, and I don't know if I'm saying that because I really like her as an actress, but like I. I like that. I think I would wear it if it wasn't like just a straight thing. Like I would wear it if it was more of like a V 
like with a plunging neckline. I don't, I don't think you could you're saying, yeah, wear that if you had large breasts, though. It was just like straight. Yeah. yeah, and it looked weird. It looked like she was missing. Like she, it looked like she literally was wearing um, overalls without a shirt on. <laughs> to me, that's like oh. Okay. Um, this one definitely was weird because of the head thing. Um, it I think is it would have been a cute little the dress. I like. Yeah, it would have been like a nice like how the other the other mm -hmm. purple um, kind of retro dress. Yes. Uh huh. Very similar style. The headpiece. Like, it's actually the same style in terms of like. Um, I do like the dress. The, the headpiece is almost just a tiny bit. She looks too much. like a black apple. I was thinking the same thing with the headpiece. Like the an dress evil, is fine. She looks yeah. like an evil apple yeah. or something. She looks like, like she Maleficent. could be like a villain. Yeah. It looks like a Maleficent, yeah. like a wardrobe thing. Yeah. And then this oh, girl wow. plays. Um, I forget her name, but she's on. Um, she is. She's like the robot on. Uh, why am Guardians of the Galaxy? She's the blue oh, robot yeah. lady. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She is? Yeah, that's her. She's super tall. Oh my gosh. Like extremely tall. But yeah, um, Nebula. this dress. Yeah, Nebula. this dress. That's no, it. I did not like it. This was our it, weird. It almost looks like it's dragon scales yeah. or something. So this one and then um, the black dress was our weird ones that I was like, wow. I just, I'm still blown away that that's Nebula. Yeah. That's her. Okay. I've never seen her either. That's how the makeup. So this one is oh, goes. Oh, I know. So I've heard about this yeah. dress. I've heard about this. So this one the, goes on the is. weird one, and at first glance. Yeah, it just looks like a white dress. It looks like a nice, basic, yeah. classic white dress. Yeah. But if but. you go to the next picture and you zoom in, um, there is a <laughs> there is a hidden message behind it. Um, okay. It's a, it's a vagina dress. Okay. Yeah. It took me a minute, but then I was like, is it lettuce? Okay, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute. I get it now. I get yeah. it now. Yeah, I heard about this. The, the I don't know was. the I don't know why she chose to wear that. Was there was like a was like it just girl like power, girl power? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny. I don't know if I would have worn it to the Golden Globes, but. I mean, she was. I mean, to, I mean, it kind of almost looks like a, a crazy flower. But I think that's how <laughs> it definitely <laughs> makes a statement. I can tell you that. Yeah. It does. So that's the only reason. I why mean, people are talking about it. Yeah. So yeah. I guess if you want to, you know, make a statement and be in the news, like it's a good decision. I mean, there's no such thing as bad publicity. No. So do you have any uh, vagina dresses at your store? No, I don't. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's funny. I wonder who, what was it? Did you know who designed that dress? Was it like some famous designer? Yeah. I oh. didn't even look it up. Interesting. Well, that was, <laughs> there were some great dresses uh, yeah. in there. Yeah, these were literally the ones that I picked for like best dress were like the dresses that I would wear. Like yeah. things that I would actually wear. There were a lot of people, there were a lot of really, really pretty dresses. Mm -hmm. Of course, yeah. but those were just my favorite yeah. ones. No, those were some great ones. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you putting all that together and yeah. educating us on the trends of shimmer and sheer. Yeah. And there were also colors. a lot of um, like great outfits that guys were wearing. Oh, you didn't have any guys there. Was in there was just so many pictures. Yeah, to go, it's through. Hard to go through them all. So yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna pick one. All right. One thing, but there were definitely a lot of nice um, pictures. There was like yeah. a little of a military theme. Really? With, uh, the guy's dress. Like I said, I think these events, like my favorite part is seeing what everyone's wearing. I, I, I probably would watch just the beginning and then when it starts actually going, I'm like, yeah, okay, I got something better to do. Watch football or something. Yeah, there was <laughs> so. some uh, issues, I think, during the Golden Globes. There was like the, com the stand up comedian guy that was like the host. Oh, really? He was saying some like really like awful jokes. Oh, and, like, really? Everybody I didn't hear was about just it. like, 
Okay. Like there's a video <laughs> of Selena Gomez up, no. going like this. <laughs> Cringing? Yeah. Cringing on air. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm about to look so. that up. So, well, thank you, Sarah, so much for putting that together. For I sure. always appreciate your insight on fashion. I know that uh, you're the expert on that, so I, I lean on you to educate me. Thank so. y'all. All right, but I think that's about all the time we have for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Please hit that like and subscribe button. Leave us a comment and let us know what you want us to talk about on the next episode of Nip Talk.